0: We'll be The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management i mm-hmm. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh.
1: Welcome to an exciting edition of 1111 Magazine, 1111 Talk Radio, excuse me. Um, you can find 1111 Magazine in Barnes & Noble, I'm I'm thrilled to say, um, but today you are on 1111 Talk Radio. And I am very excited to be able to talk to the two people that created the film, The Living Matrix. Right now in our healthcare system, there seems to be a lot of confusion and anxiety and wondering of what to do. Uh, People are not really sure where that is going. In addition, it seems like disease is on the rise higher than it's ever been. But there are alternative solutions, and the wonderful thing that is occurring is there is a bridge between medicine and science, between spirituality and and science, between energy and doctors, physicians, all types of practitioners. And that whole intertwining that is going on is producing some amazing things. And this couple... Greg and Susan Becker, have created this wonderful film to really introduce and acknowledge some of the different leaders in the field and some of the different methodologies that are coming forth. Uh, Are these science-based healing or are these miracle cures? Are these things that really work? Let's find out and let's discover a little bit more about The Living Matrix. Welcome, Greg and Susan Becker, to 1111 Talk Radio.
2: Thanks, Simran. Thank you for having us on.
1: Yes. This is a film on the new science of healing and I'm I'm very excited that you've done this because so many people really feel like their options are limited to what we have always known as the traditional healthcare system. And I personally have always felt that as valuable as medical doctors and different practitioners are, so often that has just been a band aid. It has not been a cure all, it has not really focused on the actual issues, um, but it's been the best that we could do and, and, and wonderful gift for when we needed it. But now there's something else.
2: Well, that's what's interesting about the film and, and our journey in making this film. We discovered that there are indeed a lot of different alternatives out there. And what's really fascinating is there is science behind this now. There's, there's research that's being developed behind these ideas and these concepts of bioenergy fields and information fields. And the the merger of quantum physics is starting to happen into biology, which is, is long overdue. And I think that's really going to bring a fundamental change.
1: It most definitely is. I was really profoundly impacted by just even the initial opening of the film where Dr. Eric Pearl goes into his work and and this young child has experienced healing. Uh, Having myself been trained in the reconnection and reconnective healing, it was powerful just watching it um, from a practitioner perspective, but I can only imagine someone that has not known about these methodologies before, seeing something like this, may perhaps think, could this be real, but yet at the same time be filled with very much hope.
2: Yeah, and that's what's really powerful about that story. Uh, The parents really didn't know what to expect. They had just sort of attended a reconnective uh, seminar uh, with their son and and didn't know that anything was going to happen. Uh, And, you know, obviously very surprised to see their son who had uh, MS, muscular dystrophy, be able to jump off the table and and virtually run up and down the staircase there. So a huge transformation in a a very small amount of time. And what's really interesting about it is it actually took them quite a while to even accept that this was really happening. Uh, uh, There was really a, a sense of, gee, this happened so fast that, you know, my gosh, is this really real?
1: Well, what does it, if someone has to see the Living Matrix or has to take the chance to go to the website? What does the Living Matrix um, do for the healthcare conversation? What role does it really play at this point?
3: Well, well, I think that what we've done is we have brought some a group of scientists and researchers together who they're asking different questions, and our answers are only as good as the questions that we ask. So if we really want to advance our knowledge of health and, and go beyond our conventional understanding and really get to the root of how we can heal beyond just controlling symptoms, these are the people who are asking these kinds of questions and they're exploring a different approach to understanding human biology and what's really controlling our health. So the Living Matrix, you know, one of our goals was to make this information accessible to people and bring these people and, and bring their viewpoints uh, forward, so that people could see that there are there is valid science being uh, practiced and researched and supporting that evidence of some alternatives that really can expand our knowledge and really change our approach to healthcare. And I think that's where it comes into the healthcare conversation.
1: And you really have tapped into some incredible minds. Uh, Some of the scientists that are in this film include uh, Marilyn Schlitz, Ariel Essex, uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who uh, authored Biology of Belief, Lynn McTaggart, who has done a lot of work researching many, many different modalities and really seeing how they affect the body, mind, and spirit and what their results actually have been. How did you tap into all of these people, or how did you come up with the knowledge as to who to go to to create this type of film?
2: Well, there was certainly some research initially that we, we undertook to say, okay, what is going on out there? What kind of, uh, where is the cutting edge t- t- occurring right now? Who is really looking into these subjects? And from there, it really was kind of a, it, it's a journey. I mean, when we started shooting, uh, we'd do a couple of interviews. Uh, we started in Germany, and, and as we started to, to interview different people, word got out of what we were making, uh, and they would say, gee, you know, you really need to talk to so-and-so, and, and they would take us on another journey, and they would, from there, we would be able to jump over to yet another person. And that was how we found uh, Fritz Popp, for example, who's just a, an amazing uh, physicist uh, doing research on the whole idea that the body does indeed emit light, which uh, he has research that goes back. He, he discovered this a number of years ago and actually was nominated for a Nobel Prize for his research. So it's, uh, it's amazing. That there's, the things that are out there, once you start to uncover the information, it's absolutely amazing.
3: It was, it was really a synchronistic path once we got on the on the path to making the film, things just began to happen in a synchronistic way. One person would lead to another person and that would open another door and that That's really how it unfolded and it was very, very it was very exciting to see to see it happen.
1: Well, it's amazing how the universe works. You know, we each have our part that we are to play, and many of these scientists, their piece that they're playing is to bring forward this information and these different new energy healing methodologies and scientific discoveries. Yet we need the minds and the hearts that are willing to step forward and produce something creative like this that is going to then take that information and really put it out there. Your film is not just a North America film. This is something that's going on globally right now. You've got international speakers in the film, and it's also being viewed everywhere. Is that correct?
2: Yeah that's that's correct and and actually that's one of the exciting things about it is the it, there seems to be this percolation of this knowledge and and these ideas and this research just across the globe it's it's really starting to open up into whole new areas The
1: nice thing is it brings together such a net and, and makes the world that much smaller where we really can communicate this topic about what you term and what is termed bioenergetic medicine. Can you go into a good definition, a simple definition of what bioenergetic medicine is for the listeners that may not be familiar with that term?
2: Well, sure. I think if you look at the, the human body, it's always emanating energy. Uh, and actually, traditional allopathic medicine utilizes those uh, as a diagnostic tool right now. There's, there's things like uh, EKG where they're measuring uh, heartbeat patterns there, or, or brainwave patterns. Um, they're also measuring uh, just heartbeat itself and, and just, you know, there's, all of those things are emitting energy fields that are being measured by diagnostic equipment right now. So it's not it's it's not a big leap of faith to say, gee, the body is emitting energy. And we, you know, every there's a, a real understanding, especially in, in the physics realm, that uh, everything is energy. There's not a, a differentiation between uh, matter and energy, and that's really the the starting point to come from. You have to start to look at the body as an energetic uh, perspective, from an energetic perspective, and understand that those things are really emanating here.
1: And there's very much a connection between our beliefs and how we feel about it, between the mind and the heart's uh, part in this whole role of healing for the physical body. Yeah, that, that
2: opens up a whole other area. It's really fascinating when you start to look at like an organization like IONS, the Institute of Noetic Sciences. They're in California, northern California. And they've done some amazing research on the effects of someone uh, focusing their intent or someone really uh, Focusing their their belief systems and how that really can affect basic health output. I mean, you know, how do these things affect your, your respiratory rates uh, and things like that? It, it goes back to some of the early research that was done with meditation and, and things that uh, have proven that you can change your states, you can change your body's uh, heartbeats uh, frequency, you know, things like that. Relax stress. Um, All of those are all possibilities, and and they've been accepted now. It's it's taken a number of years, but those things are finally accepted in the traditional allopathic uh, viewpoint.
3: What's really fascinating is that the research, which we talk about in the film, about how the heart is communicating more to the brain, and you're you're receiving that communication first. So it's really heart-brain. It's not the other way around. And that is really a phenomenal series of experiments that they've done, and we show some of that in the film, um, reinforcing that idea.
1: Exactly. There's, there's evidence that there is actually what we would term brain matter within the heart and actually within the solar plexus area, and that the brain is really more or less a computer that is taking that information and processing it in a way that our bodies will then understand. I am here today with Greg and Susan Becker, the creators of The Living Matrix. It is a wonderful new documentary film that reveals the latest research in alternative healing and challenges conventional medicine, medical understanding of how we heal. There are some amazing scientists, which include Lynn McTaggart, Dr. Eric Pearl, Bruce Lipton, Marilyn Schlitz. Dean Radin, and many more. Join me in just a few minutes, and we'll talk a little bit more to Greg and Susan about how conventional medicine and this movie relate and where they're going from here.
0: community for positive change.
1: Seventh Wave Network.
4: We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific time on the Seventh Wave Network.
0: Have you seen Eleven Eleven? Do. You- Wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444? People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www1111 magcom 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of com- Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you?
1: What I Want to
3: Be When I Grow Up by Johnny. M-
0: Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Junior. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. Curesearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. Curesearch.org, you're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by Curesearch and the Ad Council.
1: Welcome back to 1111 Talk Radio. My guests today are Greg and Susan Becker, who have created a film called The Living Matrix. Through their creativity and also through Greg's own journey of illness and fatigue, they were able to blend the talents and the discovery that they have made through their own help and healing process to bring together a group of scientists that have really Help to start a conversation about health and healing. The Living Matrix is a provocative, full-length feature documentary on healing and the nature of human health. This film uncovers innovative breakthroughs and discoveries that will transform your understanding on how we heal. If you're used to traditional methods, you must see this film. There is so much more out there. The most significant revelation is how energy and information fields are as influential as genetics in determining human health, physiology, and biochemistry. The Living Matrix illustrates the undeniable benefits of integrating alternative healing modalities into conventional health care and advocates shifting from a disease-centered system to a healing-centered model. You know, it's it's really an amazing thing what this film does because it all of a sudden takes the victimhood out of illness and places power into people's hands, minds, and hearts because there's an ability to realize that I can heal myself. There are methods out there that allow for me to heal. Susan and Greg, how does that feel to help be the voice to bring something like this forward?
3: Well, it's, it's very exciting because that was really the key message we wanted to communicate to people, that people do need to step up and take responsibility for their health. And when they do that, they have many options available. There are all different kinds of things that they can try. And it's really up to the individual to find out, what, you know, what resonates with them, what, what might be the best path for them to follow. But we're so much more powerful than we ever imagined. And that's the really profound uh, insight that we're hoping to communicate to people.
2: You know, I think that one of the key messages is this idea of hope. And that's really been a strong uh, message and some of the emails and things that we've received back have just been phenomenal with people just with the gratitude of saying you know I, finally I, I have an idea that I have, there is hope for what I'm trying to, to overcome in my life and that's that's so powerful and it obviously' it's, it's amazing to see that come back at us but It's such a key piece that people really just need to to step up to the plate and and realize that they don't have to be victims. They don't have to sit there passively and just say, oh, I'm stuck with whatever this thing is. If they do the research, if they start to look around and see how things are changing, they can grasp and take a look at some of these new ideas. They can bring those and incorporate them into into whatever methods they're incorporating and make really real change in their lives.
1: And they don't have to be a Ph.D. or a high-level scientist to understand this. It's been brought forward in a very, very easy-to-comprehend way through this film. It really is just like a conversation, Um, wonderful graphics, wonderful displays of, of different cases. It really has been done very, very well. Why do you think, and, and I bring this question forward because I recently had an interview for 1111 Magazine with J.J. Hurtock, and he authored The Keys of Enoch. And one of the keys actually stated uh, that there would be new forms of medicine that would be introduced to the planet, and there would be a time where science and spirituality, energy and Medicine would all converge and come together. Why has it taken conventional medicine so long to accept it, and have they, or why have they ignored it? It seems like there's been such a gap for so long.
2: Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, you could certainly go into a lot of uh, arrangements, sort of, that are taking place with the financial ins- or the drug companies and the way that our medical system is designed and implemented, but I think. What's really key is the, this whole idea of energy, and, and these are actually old ideas. They, they come from way back in history, really, and I think we're finally looking back and understanding things like acupuncture obviously works. It's been working well in China, and, and it's time to really look at those, those, those modalities and understand why these things work, and it's that inquisitive mind, that inquiry of looking into these, these different ideas that's really going to bring about the change, I think, in our medical science, systems.
3: I also think that when you look at people's work, like uh, Fritz Pop, who he's you know discusses the biophotons, and I think Greg mentioned this earlier, that it, you know every cell in your body is emitting a low level of light, and he was able to use a very special light-sensitive camera and photograph um, basically the light body of different organisms or plants, and so we really are going back to that very basic concept that also is uh, so present in spiritual teachings about how we're all light and and information and energy, really. So the Newtonian concept divorced that from mind and body and just made the body more of a mechanistic viewpoint and that's sort of where our science all gravitated toward the body as a machine. Now people are coming back around, science is coming back around and supporting some of these older ideas that have been around for a very long time, validating them and integrating them. And Bruce Lipton's work is so key because he's showing that our genes are not fixed. Maybe 20% of our genes are fixed, but 80% of our genes are not fixed, and we can influence um, the expression of our genes by doing very simple things that people can do themselves. So this is the information that's... um, Causing the shift and is is so important for people to start hearing about.
1: Now, when a, an individual that is new to this watches the film and they hear about so many different things and such broad spectrums of information, does it mean that they delve into a little bit of each type? Do they do a little bit of acupuncture? Do they do a little bit of reconnective healing? Does it require several different methods? to help us get to where we need to be, or you know, is there one that works on certain parts of the body better than another that works on certain parts of the body?
2: Well, I think what's interesting is that people resonate with different ideas in the film. I've, got, I've seen this all the time where one particular person will resonate, will pick up the ideas of NLP. Someone else thinks that the reconnection is the way to go. And I, I think that on a base level, people will sort of gravitate to what appeals to them to begin with. But healing is, is an amazingly complex journey. The body is just amazingly complex. That's the one thing I've really learned from making this film is there's no simple answers here. There, there's a, a tremendous complexity of chemical, of, of bioenergetic, of, of thoughts. All of these things have an impact in, 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 on your health. And when you start to study all these different areas and start to incorporate them, I think then you can bring real change. And it's probably going to take... Multiples of different ideas for each person to to bring about the change that they're looking for,
1: and we we are actually here on many different levels, and that may be part of the reason that we have to allow ourselves access to to several of the methodologies and lots of books and films such as The Living Matrix because we are energy beings, mental beings, emotional beings, physical beings. Um, We are all of these things and we get fed on different levels so that they can all raise in their vibration.
2: Exactly. I think that's a really key point. There's there's so many levels that we operate on and all of those things need to be in in some level of harmony to keep the disease away from, from your human system. So, I, you know, I'm really optimistic that this film can be a dialogue to start bringing about some of these alternatives, and and the medical institutions that are out there can start to say, hey, there's there is some research behind these things. It's time to really take a, a real good look at uh, different ideas and how we can incorporate them into our healing models.
1: How does this film address the placebo effect? Well, the, the placebo effect
3: is. Absolutely fascinating, because placebos cure in about thirty five percent of the cases, and a drug has to do significantly significantly better than that to be worth taking. but really, when you go back and look at the drug studies, it, it, the data shows that in many clinical trials that the drugs do not outperform the placebo, and the the pharmaceutical companies often have to do um, trial after trial to try to get a drug to outperform the placebo. So I think, as some people in the film aptly say, the placebo effect really needs to be examined and studied and understood because it's a very powerful form of medicine in itself, and it's not being utilized by doctors in, in our health system the way it could be because it's completely safe, it's completely available to everybody and we should understand the nature of it and in medical school they, they don't spend time um, talking about that. It, it's kind of seen almost like a, it um, gets in the way of, of <laughs> in these uh, drugs and sort of uh, annoying nuisance the placebo effect. They're always measuring the studies against it. That's how the basis for how they study it effectiveness of a drug.
1: And if we focused more on the placebo effect, does that mean that we realize that a lot of what's being created does come from mind?
2: Yes, indeed. The mind certainly has an impact. There's no doubt about that.
1: I am here today with Greg and Susan Becker, the creators of the Living Matrix. This is a film that shares true stories of people who have recovered from chronic illness, including a five-year-old boy born with cerebral palsy, an osteopathic doctor with a brain tumor, and a Midwest housewife bedridden with chronic fatigue syndrome. You can find out more about the Living Matrix at their website, theLivingMatrixMovie.com, in addition to ways to sponsor your own screening of this film. Join me in just a few minutes and we will discover how exactly this film began and learn about Greg Becker's own health and healing crisis that helped to spur this dream.
0: Be Extraordinary Seventh Wave Network Have you seen Eleven Eleven? Do you- Wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444? People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. ww.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich multi sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of content-
4: Are you looking for life's balance? Look no further than 7th Wave Network. We're bringing you Life's Balance with Shaman M. Let Melody McBride take you on a unique listening experience. You'll explore the world of alternative health. Learn about the many facets of healing. Preventative lifestyles from children to seniors will be discussed on the show. Listen for Life's Balance with Shaman M. Broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. It's the healthy side of life. Let peace and balance be yours.
0: on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network.
1: one of those individuals that thought you were stuck in the circumstances of your state of health, there are many different options out there, and there's now a wonderful new film that can help you to understand and explore some of those options. It is entitled The Living Matrix, New Insight into Our Bodies, Minds, and Health. From the quantum physics of the body field to heart coherence and informational health care, you can explore innovative ideas about health. Scientists, psychologists, bioenergetic researchers, and holistic practitioners share their knowledge, experiences, and insight. You will find out about many different types of healing, placebos, intention experiments, thought field therapy, heart coherence, informational medicine, neurolinguistic program, just to name a few. The film features distinguished experts such as Bruce Lipton, author of Biology of Belief, Edgar Mitchell, founder of the Institute of Noetic Sciences, Rupert Sheldrick, author of A New Science of Life, and many, many more. Greg and Susan Becker have created this film and brought together some of the most intelligent minds throughout the world to help bring forward a wonderful buffet of information. So that you can empower yourself and start to make the choices that will allow you to claim the true health that you deserve and desire. I ended the last segment where we talked about the placebo effect and how how the mind really has a huge part to play with that. Then, if you were saying, Susan, that the placebo effect so often is more successful than even the medications, that means many times We are in our mind keeping ourselves locked in a physical ailment or condition.
3: I would say that's true. So, that's the whole idea about change the way you're thinking and you can change your health is a very key concept. And Bruce Lipton also, his research really supports that in terms of you know, you change, you know, you can make some very simple changes and it has tremendous change just on the expression of your gene. So it's true for the placebo effect. Your your thought is a form of energy and it has a definite effect, physical effect, on yourself in many different ways.
1: And that may initially be a hard, um, pardon the pun, pill to swallow for many uh, if they believe that if they are not willing to believe that they play a role in their own reality. Uh, So often we don't want to feel like we have kept something in place, but the, the question has to be asked, you know, how much of a role do we actually play in our own state of being? Now, during the break, Greg, you brought up genetics. How much of a role does genetics play in our state of health and well-being?
2: Well, I think this is really a key point because our current model that we believe everything is genetic driven, genetically driven, so that all of the elements, ailments that you have, the problems that you may come have developed over time, are all part of your genetic expression. What's really interesting is that really the new research is coming to realize that the genes themselves really are just a method for transmitting information. That what triggers specific genes is really the environment. Your belief systems. Uh, there's all sorts of impacts that that have uh, that make those genes express or not express. There's a wonderful study. There was there was a um, there's two women who are identical twins, and they're in their 90s. So obviously, they're both in the same age, and one woman is completely uh, self-sufficient. She lives in her own home. She takes care of her, her life. She's a, very articulate. She's just a wonderful person, and her identical twin is pretty much a basket case. She's uh, confined to a, a nursing home. She has dementia. She's developed cardiac, card uh, She has various forms of cancer that are developed. And here you have two exactly the same genetic models. You know, the, the building blocks are exactly the same, yet they've totally expressed in different ways. So I think this whole idea that we're looking at now, and it's called epigenetics, uh, Bruce Lipton goes into it, and he does a marvelous job with it, uh, really is the key point that we're starting to realize that the genetic structure is, is not a dictation that says, gee, you are definitely going to have this and this problem in your life. It's really, there's other additional factors, and it comes down to these environmental factors and these belief factors that can trigger or not trigger those genes.
1: Well, and what that means is it takes every concept the average human being would have had about their health and totally blows it out of the water. Because all of a sudden, now we have choices. All of a sudden, we're not locked into necessarily where we came from. And every illness that gets put on a health chart so that we have to worry about perhaps getting this, this, or this, we actually now have the alternative hope that we can be much healthier and have greater well-being than our ancestors did.
2: It, that's such a key point. I think it goes back to that idea of victims again. We live in this society that you feel like you're a victim of your disease or you're a victim of your genetics, and that's such a key point That's now you have this option. You, if you really take a look at these, you can move away from that, that model of victim and start to take, uh, take some control and really make some real changes in your life.
3: And some of the, oh, I'm Go ahead, Susan. I was going to say when we were talking on the break, we were also talking about some of those changes, they're very simple. They're not complicated, and they're free, and they're available to everybody. Dean Ornish did an amazing study with men who had prostate cancer who volunteered to not take the traditional um, treatment, which would involve drugs and radiation. But So he put them on a program at, for three months. They did one hour of stress reduction, like uh, med- meditation a day. They walked for half an hour a day, and he changed their diet so that it was more focused on vegetables and um, soy products and just more low-fat diets. So just three very simple things that people can do themselves, meditation, simple exercise, um, and a partial dietary change. After three months, over 500 of their genes um, had changed their expression and the markers for the prostate cancer in their blood were reduced very significantly. So, it was pretty astonishing study, and just goes to show that um, you can make these changes, these lifestyle changes, yourself, and have a profound impact on your health.
1: And well, now more than ever, particularly with the state of, of the U.S. healthcare system, and in so many other countries, managed healthcare. It's, it's a prime time for this conversation to take place and for people to allow themselves the knowledge so that they don't have to worry about what am I going to do next when it comes to my health care. There are a number of stories throughout the film of, of people that had recovered from chronic illnesses. There were there was a five-year-old boy with cerebral palsy. There was a gentleman with a brain tumor. There was a, a housewife that had chronic fatigue syndrome. And there were significant results that they illustrated um, through many of the different modalities. Greg, you yourself went through your own health challenges. Talk about that and talk about how that led to this film.
2: Well, that was really the driving factor for the, the production of the film because uh, I had chronic fatigue. It was, it was not quite as extreme as the case that we talk about in the film, but it's still if I went out and did a day's worth of shooting um, video production, I would the next day I basically would have a very hard time getting out of bed and would would be pretty much useless in terms of being able to accomplish anything. Uh, and and it's it's a, it's one of those things where, there, where there, traditional medicine really has no answer for that. They just say, "Oh, you just need more sleep." But obviously, that wasn't working. It wasn't getting me into a better health state, and I had to start looking around at different options and look at different op- opportunities and ideas and, and ways to heal that myself. And that was really one of the fuel, the part of the fuel that really drove this this idea of of how do we create something out of this because when I started to make those changes in my life, changing my diet, changing, uh, applying energetic medicine, doing things like acupuncture and uh, just a whole variety of things, and they made very real changes in my life, and it had to make me stop and say, well, well these things are working. Why don't we know about this? Why, can't, why isn't this information out there? And when you start to really look into that and you start to see that there's real research being done, there's scientific evidence that these things are out there and they're working, uh, and that was really the driving force to get that message out.
1: And prior to delving into your own uh, illness that you were dealing with, were you utilizing any of these types of energy methods, or were you familiar with alternative health care?
2: Uh, you know, I was certainly familiar with the ideas and the concepts, but I really hadn't applied them. Uh, and I certainly, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a skeptic myself. I'm not a, you know, an easy person to just jump on the bandwagon and believe anything. I wanted some hard proof. But when you start really changing your own life, and it really becomes very personable, personal that way, uh, it becomes real obvious that what's working and what isn't.
1: Well, and one thing I don't want to do is uh, give people the idea that you can go to an energy medicine practitioner and have a couple of sessions and finally be cured. There are situations in which that occurs, and it is most definitely possible in in, in cases But give a realistic perspective in terms of your own condition um, as to the length of time and the kind of discipline that you had to have to reach a a place of healing for yourself.
2: Well, it's really taken me a good four years to come to a place where I really feel like I have optimal health again. Um, And there were certainly changes along that path, and, and things got better over time. Um, but it not, was not an easy fix in my case. I mean, there's certainly cases of spontaneous healing out there. There are some amazing stories of spontaneous healing, but I think those are the rare exception. I think it's, it's more an uh, application of a lot of different areas, at least in, in my case, of, of really changing the dietary ideas, of really looking at stress reduction, looking at uh, ways that you understand your expression of feelings and, and how all of that affects your health.
1: And were you able to um, eliminate or reduce the medications that you were on uh, at the beginning?
2: Well, I wasn't really under any medications, so that wasn't really a factor for me. Um, So I I can't really, you know, say that. But, But I do think that these, and that's a key point, I think that you can utilize these ideas in conjunction with the standard therapy and still have results.
1: And, and I think that's that's very powerful because I, I don't know that we have to eliminate everything. I think that sometimes we have to take pieces and parts of what serve us and really uh, make the decisions that we feel are best for our bodies. And that can include both traditional and alternative care. I am with Greg and Susan Becker, the creators of The Living Matrix movie. You can find out more about that at thelivingmatrixmovie.com. Also, if you'd like to host a home screening or uh, in, introduce the film to others please visit that website they've had wonderful premieres in la and amsterdam and this film is being seen seen worldwide so i ask you to participate in it we'll be right back with greg and susan becker
0: awakened media for a transforming world seventh wave network
1: Have you
0: seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444? People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.elevenelevenmag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi monthly print publication that offers a rich multi sensory experience. on a higher dimension 7th wave network 11 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at one 866 472 5795 Again, one 866 472 5795 You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Mind, intention, belief.
1: Can these factors influence healing? How do placebos work? Can science explain miracle cures? The Living Matrix, the new science of healing, addresses these questions and explores how quantum physics, energy fields, and consciousness directly affects our health and well being. For the first time, leading scientists, researchers, and holistic practitioners share the latest science and alternative concepts that are revolutionizing healthcare as we know it, and it's about time. I invite you to go to their website, thelivingmatrixmovie.com, and find out more about this film, how you can sponsor a screening or how you can connect to a screening that's taking place. You can also join their Facebook groups, Twitter groups, and blogs about the film and stay in discussion groups about this uh, topic, which is a major conversation that we all need to continue to have. I'd like to ask you both, um, who are the organizations that have been involved in this and um, you know, have helped you to really bring a lot of this information forward?
2: Well, there are some really major uh, organizations, I think, that are doing amazing research, and, and these are people that... Uh, need to be supported. There's the Institute of Noetic Sciences here in uh, Northern California, and there's also the HeartMath organization, which is another great organization in California that's done some very interesting research on the heart and its uh, implications on everything from stress reduction to work with uh, returning veterans. They're having amazing luck with uh, bringing back veterans who've got post-traumatic stress syndrome and helping them to reintegrate in their lives, using uh, this whole idea of really focusing on the heart. So there's there's really some key people that I, I think have, have brought forward some very good research that need to be supported.
1: And, and it's exciting information. I'm familiar with both of those organizations and several of the other scientists' work. And the more we educate ourselves and participate and support these people, the better it is for everyone. In in our in our world, because we are all going to benefit from this work, with the impact of the film and the wonderful introduction of knowledge that comes forward from it, is there more? If if someone that really you know wants to now know more, aside from going to these different websites and organizations, are you going to be doing another film or a series, or is there uh, are there seminars or anything that people can attend?
2: Well. This is a. We've really been working hard on just rolling out this film, but we have started out, starting to look at version number two. We're looking at volume two of the Living Matrix, and I think uh, there's some fascinating uh, research in a whole new realms. I think that we'll be touching on, but uh, that's going to be another year, year and a half away, because it does take time to put one of these together, unfortunately. But uh, in the meantime, we are doing screenings. Um, We're putting together workshops now that uh, will incorporate a lot of different ideas that are presented in the film and give people the opportunity to have discussions on those things. Uh, So there are avenues that are developing.
1: Well, and I bring forward that that question because so often um, things will come about and then disappear, and I want individuals to understand this is an ongoing conversation. This is not something that's going to disappear anytime soon. So it is time to immerse yourselves in this information. Allow yourself to discover these different scientists and these different methodologies so that you can continue the conversation in an educated manner in a way that you can receive everything that's coming out, because it all really is so so very exciting, um, incredibly exciting work.
2: I, I think you're bringing up a key point here, and I think that's that people need to become engaged with the and actively promote the, the change in the healthcare system that they want to see. It's too easy to kind of sit back and in a, kind of watch things in a, in a, a non-engaged way and and just hope that healthcare changes and incorporates the ideas you want to see. I think it's time for people to really step up to the plate and look into these organizations that are in the film and support them. Give them money give, to support that research and, and actively promote that research. Uh, there's so much that you can do on an individual basis to start supporting these, this whole movement that's occurring that's going to really change our, the landscape of medical, uh, medical uh, uh, therapies that are available.
1: You know, there's so many sides of our society that seem to be crashing down around us, Healthcare being one of the big ones, um, the economy, you know, all kinds of things are happening. I can't help to think that those signs, those situations that are occurring are actually beautiful gifts because without those things occurring, things like the Living Matrix, the sciences and studies that many of the different scientists are pursuing would not come to light as strongly as they are?
3: Well, I think you bring that, make a really good point, and that is, you know, out of crisis comes transformation. So it may seem that things are a little bleak, but in reality, that can be the path for us to find and explore new ways to approach healthcare because... Clearly, our health care system is not operating optimally for many, many people. And Lynn McTaggart says something so telling, and I think it's so true. She says if she has a problem, if she gets hit by a bus, she doesn't want homeopathy to put her back together. She wants the best that Western medicine can offer. But we have so many chronic kinds of diseases now that are showing up due to many uh, problems in our environment and there are many, many factors, but these chronic illnesses are what Western medicine really has no solution for. They just try to control the symptoms, but they don't really get to the root cause of the disease, and and they're not able to offer much help to people. And I think that's a lot of people are suffering, and that's where this kind of approach, these different ideas can really offer some hope and some help. So, It's true, things in the healthcare system are very difficult right now, but it also is an opportunity to start looking outside of the conventional medicine to see what else can be done.
1: In a recent interview with Neil Donald Walsh, he said that all of our crises are ultimately spiritual in nature. Much of the conversation of the living matrix and many of the sciences are more energetic in nature. Tell me where you feel the spiritual peace in.
2: Well, I think that's ultimately where it's, everything is driven towards. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that that has such a key part of, of everything, all the expressions that, that occur in our lives. Uh, and ultimately that's where you're going to find the, the changes really occur. But we're, we need to take the steps to get there. And part of the idea behind the Living Matrix is to, is to integrate this idea that there is not only these alternative ideas, but there's real science behind that. So there is a, that's the, sort of the, the yardstick that we use in our Western lives to measure things is we need science to, to validate it. And that was our purpose, to be able to say, okay, here's some, here's some validation for these things. So we're, we're moving the conversation in that direction towards a real strong spiritual stand, um, but we've got to take the steps to get there.
1: Well, this has been just an incredible conversation. I really applaud the work, uh, Susan and Greg, that you are doing and congratulate you on creating the Living Matrix and having it come out in such a powerful way. I wish it continued success and um, hope that you get continued support from many other organizations as well so that you can bring forward much of the information that they have to offer as well. So thank you very, very much for being on 1111 Talk Radio today. Thank you, Sting.
2: Thank you, Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to interview us.
1: Alrighty, righty. Um, I would like to invite everyone to also visit my website, 1111mag.com. That's 1111mag.com. We are now in Barnes & Noble nationally, and it is a wonderful tool to support you in discovering many different methodologies, teachers, tools, and philosophies. You can find out more about many of the sciences that Greg and Susan spoke about today. We have interviews with Dr. Eric Pearl, uh, Bruce Lipton, Lynn McTaggart, several others on all types of things to help you go a little bit deeper into this information. So I hope that you will also participate in that and allow that to be a tool to support you. Next week, we have Dr. Ajit Rindawa and his new book, the evolution of faith and religion so that we can understand where all of this came from. How did we get from faith to religion, and is that path now moving more towards spirituality? I hope that you're all well, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Take care.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7 network.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and staff and management.